Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, so uh, great to have you with us. We, you know, we get so many great ideas from our guests. And our next guest is Mark Wald. He's um, with a company called Supporting Strategies Los Angeles. Let me tell you a little, little bit about them. Mark is in the business of outsourced bookkeeping. And we're going to talk about how Supporting Strategies is revolutionizing accounting operations for startups and small businesses. So, Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Bill. Happy to be here. Uh, Mark, uh, you uh, are in outsourced accounting and bookkeeping. And, of course, uh, a lot of people are, are looking at outsourced and fractional kind of work where they can say, you know, I can't afford a full-time person, but I, I really need a, a, a part-time really great person or group to take care of my needs. So tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you got into this side of, of things. Great. Well, um, starting from the beginning, I was raised in Silicon Valley. My dad is a happily retired engineer, and my mom still to this day is the Energizer Bunny. She accomplishes <laughs> more in an hour than most people do in an, in an entire day. So from my dad, I inherited a technical problem-solving skills and love for understanding how things work. And from my mom, I got a nonstop work ethic that compels me to optimize everything I touch. So it's a wicked it's a combination. combination. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm lucky to have it. My, um, my first step out of college was in an accounting department of a bank, and I was so bored in that job that I read an Excel book front to back, and in a week I literally tried every formula in the book and started automating and optimizing all sorts of processes around the bank to save my coworkers' time and reduce errors. And um, after the bank, I went to work for some movie studios in financial planning and analysis. I implemented enterprise financial systems and some higher level finance and operations management for some, a few startups in Los Angeles and a ton of consulting work on the side. For a while, I was on contract with Toyota to analyze marketing and user data to maximize their paid subscription renewals for the internet connected car program that they have. And I worked for a couple of years with a software development team that built custom automation software for finance and accounting processes for Hollywood movie studios that reduced lots of labor hours and improved accuracy in their finances and tax reporting. Uh, oh, and in between all that, I was part-time CFO to a handful of small businesses around the country. So wow. let's see, that covers the bank, movie studios, startups, <laughs> automotive, subscription technology, small businesses, software development finance, accounting, operations, and contract CFO. I, I need a lot of variety to keep me happy. <laughs> I'll say so So that positions you well to be able to look at a lot of different types of companies as an advisor or a consultant and help them. So tell us a little bit about what you do uh, as an outsourced CFO. Well, thanks. So I was you know, always jumping into businesses and designing and implementing new systems and processes so that business owners had better visibility about how their business was performing. And then I'd recruit and train people to manage that work day to day. 
But once they were fully trained, I worked myself out of a job and I'd move on to the next company. I wanted a way to maintain longer-term client relationships. So I launched Supporting Strategies Santa Monica in 2014 to provide ongoing accounting and financing support to these growing businesses. So we started back then with one employee and one client in March 2014. And in about two and a half years, we've grown to 30 employees and about 100 clients. So That's a dream phenomenal. come true for me because I get a huge variety of businesses to work with, so I stay busy and happy. But because my team is so strong, we end up having long-term relationships with the clients, so that's really re- rewarding. So um, where, are your business- cl- where are your clients? Are they, are they like uh, Southern California, or are they all over the place? It's a good question. We work with clients all around the country, um, but my leadership team here, we focus our marketing efforts in Los Angeles. We work with startups, small businesses, and nonprofits. And we've seen a growing awareness and demand for the value that we bring to market. So earlier this year, we've expanded from Santa Monica to all of L.A. We now cover Ventura County all the way up to Santa Barbara, downtown, Pasadena, Glendale. When we're not working directly with clients, you'll find our staff supporting the ecosystem at industry events and co-working spaces from Santa Monica through downtown L.A., from Pasadena all the way up to Santa Barbara. Uh, is that because a lot of your, with technology today, that a lot of your clients, you don't have to be on site all the time? That's right. We do a lot of our work virtually, um, mm-hmm. and the technology enables my team to work faster and smarter. Okay. Um, yeah. my, my business is actually franchised. We've been doing this since 2004. Um, my, my franchisor is a pioneer in this industry. Um, we've been, you know, practicing uh, selecting and working with the best online systems available for efficient cloud accounting. Um, And I bought in as a franchisee two and a half years ago to leverage this technology backbone and the process infrastructure so that I could focus all my energy on matching up exceptionally qualified people with the businesses that really need our support. Um, You know, there's very very little. mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, tell us about the, the types of technology that you use. Uh, well, it's all about streamlining and automating the lower level processes so that we can focus our time and expertise on the higher value service. Um, there's very little paperwork anymore in business. It's easy to get electronic copies of everything we need to, to use. And so our business model is a game changer for business owners because it used to be that if you had a vendor call in to check on a payment that they were expecting from you or the business owner needed a special report last minute for a board meeting, they had to wait till next Tuesday for their bookkeeper to show up in the office in person and take care of those requests. Um, and if that person called in sick or ran out of time to finish their work for the day, the business suffered, things fell behind. Mm-hmm. So we do visit our clients in person when the need arises, but for the most part, our clients reach us by phone, email, and video conference. And we're available five days a week. So we promptly turn around these type of requests instead of making people wait a week for the answers. Um, but because I let, you know, because our business model lets our staff work primarily virtually, we cut out a lot of overhead expense and it ends up being incredibly affordable for the businesses we work with. Um, so your, your people can actually work from their homes or from a satellite office location or something uh, as well. So that, keeps for 30 people that could be quite a, a, rent, a, a big rent or a, a, you know office expense so you're you're 
cutting some of that out, which helps you be more efficient in your pricing as well to your clients, right? That's right. That's right. And it's a game changer for our staff because the people I hire, they have 15 or 20 years of experience on average, some of them over 30 years working as accounting managers, controllers, even CFOs. So these talented people, they spent most of their career driving into an office every day, working 40 plus hours a week. They're thrilled to finally be able to work remotely on a flex schedule, but they still get to do the interesting high value work for our clients who really need that level of expertise. I don't have a single entry-level accounting clerk on my staff. We're all experienced grown-ups, so we quickly understand and take ownership for what each of our clients need to maximize their potential for success. And so our people are, you know, really happy, engaged in the work, um, and the clients benefit from that. Um, Let me ask you a question. A a lot of our uh, listeners have small businesses, and they've probably thought uh, many times about either becoming a franchise business or maybe taking their model and melding into an existing franchise. And you mentioned that your business is franchise. So how does that work for you? Well, we have over 200 employees in the company nationwide, and we service over 1,000 clients across the U.S. So in terms of headcount and clients, my office represents 10 to 15% of the total national footprint. And Whereas an independent bookkeeper would be totally dead in the water if they encountered a new challenge that they didn't have any experience dealing with before, my staff has access to over a decade of process documentation, big technology backbone, plus a team of 250 other experienced, knowledgeable accounting professionals to call on for help anytime they need it. So the franchisor helps me with recruiting, technology, marketing, training on industry best practices, so that my team can focus all of our efforts on delivering the best service possible to our clients. Yeah, so the the uh, the so-called the franchise box has a lot in it uh, that you're you're getting a lot of benefit from uh, co-op cooperative mar- marketing and, and a reputation and knowledge. It's all there. And I know you said you work for startups and small businesses and nonprofits. Do they all need the same services from you? You know, each of those categories value us for different reasons. Startups love that we're a flexible, scalable, knowledgeable resource that's self-managed and we're capable of setting up the systems and processes from scratch that they need on the fly as their business scales. Um, Most consumer-facing online startups, they get paid primarily from Stripe, Square, Pex, Braintree. These are online merchant card processors for credit card payments. They use e-commerce platforms like Shopify, WooCommerce. We know how to report revenue on all those online sales. We know how to collect and report sales tax and business license taxes wherever our clients end up doing business around the country. So startups need that expertise. They are focused on building product and marketing it. They don't know how to handle the back office in reporting. Um, Investors don't like it when their capital investment isn't properly recorded on the company's balance sheet. You know, we understand convertible notes and cap tables, so we have that piece covered. We also know how to prepare proper accrual-based financial statements and cash flow forecasts. Cash flow is critically important for many high-growth investor-backed companies. Um, Small businesses, they're just looking for efficiency, competency, and consistent controls. Um, Many of them have been doing the same thing for years or even decades, and we often blow their minds when we show them how we can give them remarkably better results with less time and money spent. Um, Nonprofits in the third category, 
Mm-hmm. They're full of amazing people who dedicate themselves to worthy causes, but most often their passion and expertise is not in managing the back office. So we've had some nonprofit clients. They first come to us for help when they're about to lose a major funding source or because they weren't complying with certain accounting and reporting requirements and they didn't understand how to fix it themselves. So our nonprofit clients really value the fact that we can take care of their entire accounting function with a high level of competency and we usually save them a ton of money compared to what they're used to budgeting for that same accounting support. That's awesome. That's a, a tremendous resource for all of those companies that are really need to focus on their sales and marketing effort, not on the not on the back office. So let me ask you one question because technology is coming in and taking over so many different things. Are computers going to eventually replace people in your industry? <laughs> um Computers make our people better, faster, and smarter. Uh, I expect that trend to continue, but I believe that businesses will always need experienced people to translate the language of accounting and finance into actionable insights to make informed decisions about their business. So I'll continue to invest in the best and most experienced accounting professionals I can find, and that's one of the benefits, that's one of the greatest benefits I can have uh, offer the clients who work with us. Okay, well that's, and that's true that the computers can collect data these days from a credit card to a bookkeeping system, for instance, but they don't always get the categorization right, and they don't always know the best way to put things together. So let's talk about, you know, one of the best ways our listeners learn is by hearing a success story. Can you tell us how you've helped a client or customer and what their situation was when you came in and, and what you did for them? Sure, I have a few. Um, my first client was actually a Silicon Valley based startup that I think is a perfect case study for why startups come to work with us. Uh, This business started with an interim CFO who was handling all their accounting himself. He'd worked with our Boston office in the past and other startups and he knew what we were capable of. So when he had to leave this current company on short notice, he got my team involved to quickly take over all his day-to-day work without dropping the ball or falling behind. And as that business ramped up to hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and grew to hundreds of employees and thousands of customers in many different states around the country, we scaled with them. And we handled interstate payroll issues, sales tax reporting in over a dozen states with different sales tax rules. We analyzed their performance trends to compare gross profits across different markets so that they could make key decisions about where to continue spending money on marketing and where to pull back. After two years working with us, they eventually had about 10 people on payroll in their internal accounting department. And all along the way, we were training those people with um, documentation and transitioning our responsibilities to them one at a time. So by the time we finished the handoff two years later, the company was worth several billion dollars and they're still growing strong. So we're really proud to have played a role in helping them get there. Um, And that 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 would have created a a need for change for that business owner with us, uh, they would have been, you know, gotten too big for their small company startup bookkeeper or accountant in a hurry. I see that all the time where people are like, well, we're not really getting that much from these people, but they've been with us from the beginning. Well, that you've outgrown them. Yeah. Time to, time to move on. But in your case, you can scale up with them, uh, with your services. That's great. What else? Right. All of our clients, well, all of our clients start with a dedicated team of two, but, In this case, at one point, we had five or six people working on the team. So our accounting team grew with the business, and that's right. We scale with them. 
on the smaller scale, you know, we've been successful setting up a local accounting, payroll, bill pay, and other operational support infrastructure for foreign businesses that come to the U.S. and set up remote sales operations here. Those businesses have traveling salespeople that need to spend all their time generating new business. Um, so we keep them lean and mean by eliminating the paperwork and staying current with all the general business administration. The salespeople ex submit expense reports from their smartphones. They get paid via direct deposit, and they have our team working diligently to convert their sales orders into invoices and chase down their customers for prompt payment. Um, and, you know, foreign businesses aren't familiar with the compliance rules of doing business in the U.S., so we help them stay in compliance with state and local and federal requirements. Uh, we have a lot of e-commerce clients, too. Some of them sell their products through uh, distributors and retail. One of them recently got a lot of interest for a large wholesale order um, from a well-known national retail store chain. They didn't have the cash to produce all this product um, before they'll eventually get paid by the retailer. So we helped them put together financial forecasts and negotiate with several banks to get them a credit line that gave them cash up front so they could pay for product before they sold it and got paid. So we often think creatively like this on our feet to help our clients grow and react to when, um, you know, whenever possible, even anticipate curveballs in advance. So they're prepared to capitalize on opportunities like this when they come up. That sounds like a great resource for our listeners, for anybody who's a, a business owner out there who's wondering if they're getting enough from their accounting team now, from their uh, from their financial consultants, from their bookkeeping services. Uh, tell us, uh, you know, one of the things that we ask uh, our guests to do, Mark, is to provide a couple brief tips, ideas, or precautions. What could you tell our listeners? Sure. Well, um, as a follow-up, listeners can go to our blog at www.supportingstrategies.com forward slash blog. Um, my entire staff contributes to the, to the blog. We call it the Team of Experts campaign because that's literally what we are. We're a team of experts. But off the top of my head, um, for business owners that are always on the move and get behind on paying bills because they're just not in the office long enough to review and sign checks, we have a software solution that lets them review and pay their bills from a smartphone or laptop from anywhere in the world. So that's a game changer for some people. Um, mm -hmm. a, mis a mistake that lots of software companies make is incorrectly recording their revenue. Deferred revenue is important for software as a service companies and other subscription-based businesses. So let's say an online dating app charges $10 a month for their service, but users can prepay $100 for a full year of service. They get a discount. That $100 is supposed to cover the full year, so the company actually only earns about $8 per user each month. The rest mm -hmm. of the $100 is supposed to go on deferred revenue on the company's balance sheet to represent the amount of money they haven't actually earned yet. But if the business owner you know, sees $100 go into the bank account and thinks that they've got $100 to spend, then they wonder why revenue is down for the rest of the year because they haven't accounted for that deferred revenue. Oh, um, when you <laughs> when you record revenue on an accrual basis, you get a smoother, more accurate picture of your true revenue and profit from month to month. Um, one that last tip I'll give you, the, the end of 2016 is right around the corner. Um, that means that 1099 season is going to sneak up on us quickly. So um, if you ask your vendors for a W-9 before you pay them for the first time, they'll be really quick to give it to you. 
Otherwise, you'll find yourself frantically chasing all those vendors down in January to get their tax information at the last minute. So we plan ahead like this by default for our clients. We don't pay new vendors until we get their tax information so that we don't have to chase them down nine months later. That's terrific. Now you have, uh, like you said, you have a, a blog at your website. And give us the website once again and tell us uh, uh, what's the best way for somebody who says, you know, I really need to get in touch with you, Mark. Um, what's the best way for them to do that? Sure. So we're supporting strategies, Los Angeles. Listeners can reach our sales team through the website at www.supportingstrategies.com forward slash LA for Los Angeles, or just call the 800 number in the top right corner of the website. People can also look me up directly on LinkedIn, um, mention this radio show in the contact request. I'm a friendly guy. I'll accept their contact info and then we'll be in touch. Um, there's lots, also lots of uh, other info on our website. There's webinars, case studies on our client work, as well as like that a huge library in our blog articles that showcase um, our staff's expertise in a, wide, right, excuse me, in a wide range of topics. So, listeners, it's supportingstrategies.com forward slash LA. So don't forget the LA part. And um, you also have some events that you have a couple times a year called the Business Fundamentals Boot Camp. What is that? That's right. We throw these all around the country. Here in L.A., we, we try to do a couple a year. It's a really great event where business owners and entrepreneurs can learn tactical strategies from experts in the industry about how to better manage their business and make decisions. These are full-day events. Come for breakfast, lunch, a panel discussion, cocktails, and mixer at the end. We should hold our next event in early 2017. So people can check the website for more info on that or contact our sales team and get added to the mailing list so we'll notify you of the next upcoming boot camp in your area. Mark, you just gave us uh, 20 minutes of great information. I'm sure our listeners uh, are very interested in getting in touch with you. And just a reminder, at the very least, at the very least, go to supportingstrategies.com forward slash blog and check out what their experts are writing about about these topics because you you might just pick up something there and that could lead you to say, you know, I really want to work with these folks. So, Mark Wald, I really appreciate you coming on and I think uh, it'd be great to have you back on at some time in the near future so that we can talk about some more of these strategies on a uh, deeper uh, deeper basis, go a little deeper on some of these topics. Thanks so much, Bill. I'd love to. Thank you. We're, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back after this, but please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exacoach from Exacoach Radio here on AMA30. You know, one of the biggest questions I get from the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? I always tell people the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know, and you can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. Do it right now. Text exit plan to 44222. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. For Exit Coach Radio, I'm Spike Real.